And now we continue. Following Harold's suggestion, Meredith and Harold have journeyed out of Ferramustus to a small uh, seaside town further along the coast where a monster battle tournament is being held. Unlike Ferramustus, this seaside town has a lovely beach and some nice white cliffs. Uh, as being a port town doesn't really have a nice beach. But you're here for a monster battle tournament. The card game that Harold has been playing uh, for only a couple months now, actually. Oh gosh, you, <laughs> timeline. You got really into monster battles following your introduction at uh, Orientation Week. Hmm. Yeah, that was like and the card game you... society, right? Which were like mostly yeah. poker type was the... game players, but... Yeah, and then these fringe card players doing this collectible card game and you're like, what's that? Uh, but it's a relatively new game and this is the first tournament that you've heard of. Mm-hmm. But uh, you decided to go and Meredith, is... Meredith has come along mostly for emotional support. Uh, and also fish and chips also efficient tips but again you know meredith can can pick it up and play as well the the rules for monster battle in their simplest in its simplest form not that complicated to play um harold managed to you know teach a pack of pixies how to <laughs> to play monster battles uh in not too long and um they've become pretty proficient actually but you've, you've gone to this tournament and there seems to be a decent number of people here, actually. you Maybe you weren't expecting the these wizards who live on the coast to have uh, so many people show up for their tournament. But it turns out that this is actually the the Grand Prix for the, the, the Monster Battle tournament scene. The first Grand Prix, because this game is not particularly old mm. and um, does not have a huge following. So in terms of qualifying, it's not that hard. There aren't that many people. In total, there are probably about 50 competitors here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tournament is being held over two days. So, Harold, I'm guessing you probably booked a, like, a room in a, a hotel somewhere, like a, a two-bedroom type thing for you and Meredith. Yeah, because this, like nice this place is, like, a pretty nice, nice coastal town. It's like a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, actually, uh, you... I, I glossed over the name earlier. Um, mm-hmm. This is the coastal town of Stillwater. Stillwater, cool. Uh, and it's a place that you probably visited uh, a lot as a kid with your family, given mm. that it's not too far out of town. Um, as the name suggests, there's not a lot of surf here. It's a relatively like calm place. People go out in like little rowboats and stuff. Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice little coastal town. Um, but you're here now for this tournament the wizards on the coasts have um given you a like (laughs) harold you registered like well ahead of time you were like Mm. fully into this so you received a tournament package 
which had like a registration name badge. Um, it had like a map on how to get here. Uh, it had a, a promotional card, mm. um, which is just like a, a fancy art version of one of the regular cards that you've never mm-hmm. seen. Like, oh, that's cool. Um, and it also explained the tournament is happening over two days with the first day being the qualifiers. Mm. Um, you will need to play a number of matches throughout the day and earn points. Mm-hmm. Now, mechanically, I'm not going to make us sit here and mm. play a fictional card game. Um, Thank God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not going to make great audio for our listeners. So, <laughs> instead, um, you're going to be making a number of skill checks. Yep. Okay. And the idea being that you will play a number of, uh, like, rounds throughout the first day. Um, and every round, like, it's a, will count as a best of three. I'm not going to make you roll three dice, though. You're going to pick one of your skill checks. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me how you're using it to try and win monster battles. Yeah. And then you're going to roll. Now, these are best of three matches, but we're only rolling once. So if you roll a 10 or higher, it counts as one victory, two losses. Mm-hmm. So like one point, nothing. If you get 15 or higher, it's two wins and a loss. Uh-huh. And if you get 20 or higher... It's two wins, no losses, so it counts as three wins. Mm-hmm. And rolling a, a one is zero wins. Oh, anything below a 10 is zero wins. Right, okay, gotcha. Oh, I see. So between 10 and 15, one win. 15, 20, two wins. 20 and above, three. Yes. Cool. Got it. And uh, you'll be competing in a total of uh, nine rounds against various opponents Mm -hmm. you cannot use the same skill twice in a row so for example if you were to be really insightful and work out what your opponent's playing so you beat them by like playing the player not the cards Mm. you can't do that the next uh, time we do this you can then go back to insight afterwards but like Different players you're going to come up against are going to have different things. You're going to have to try and beat them. And then after the first day, they'll do a top cut of the top eight players. Mm -hmm. And then we get into some more interesting things happening. Uh, Where I've got more details for who you're playing against. But... um, Harold, how are you feeling, given that this is your first uh, monster battle tournament? Have you ever gone to something like this before? I think probably not. It's possible that Harold went to some kind of adventuring showcase. Um, You know, like a, a sort of tournament of champions kind of thing. But that was probably a little different in that the tasks were probably obviously more physical. You know, like um, a kind of like... Retrieve the idle obstacle course, a sort of 5v5 sort of, um, you know, brawl, like the, the kind of stuff adventurers would do, like a, a puzzle solving, you know, a sort of like um, some kind of like timed puzzle challenge. Uh, but he probably hasn't been to something like this where um, he's personally like faced off against anyone. Um, he probably would have. You just- weren't really into like darts or billiards or anything no i don't think that was really harold's scene um given that he's not very dexterous uh. <laughs> it's fair okay um meredith you grew yeah. up in a town with all kinds of like uh games and things mostly games of chance oh yeah some games of skill um have you ever gone to a, a tournament like this before though I don't think so. I think that's part of the reason why she's so keen to come along because she's never really experienced anything like it before. So she's um, pretty excited. Okay. 
Uh, plus, you get to see, you know, a nice coastal beach town. <laughs> oh yeah, she's um, immediately homed in on the um, on the best fish and chips in town. Absolutely. Now mm-hmm. there are going to be uh, some people here that you recognise. Um, there's, uh, well, maybe Harold might recognise more than Meredith, but Vryn, mm-hmm. the the human who kind of introduced Monster Battle to him. Um, the president of the uh, Monster Battle Society, like the branching off bit of the card game society that isn't quite its own club yet. Um, you spot Wespy, the, the half-elf fighter, who you know is also is involved in, in Monster Battles now. Um, you don't see them but you hear the the flap of fairy wings mm-hmm. flying around. <laughs> yeah. uh, Meredith, you spot Redding. The, the hey, um, he, nice. He's shown up as well. Um, he's kind of like busking over in the corner. Is he? Does he look like he's participating in the the tournament, or is he just here to entertain? Like his paid entertainment. <laughs> uh. It looks like more like he's got a gig here, just kind of playing background music. Yeah, okay, it's cool. Kind of lively. That feels on brand. Yep. <laughs> um, actually, um, Harold, you spot uh, an older gentleman that you would recognize as uh, Professor Dullabore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, has turned up, it seems, that he he's somehow found this game and is like, I'm going to give this thing a go. Interesting. But there's, there's yeah, as I mentioned, there's 50 people here. So everyone's kind of milling around doing last minute registration things. So people who didn't register early, which will involve you, Meredith, having to register since you turned up to the event. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that's the majority of people. Harold, your passive perception is just so good. So I don't even really need to ask you, do you see these things? But okay. There are some people here who... Actually, give me a history check. Mm. Uh, I want to see how much you know about... Like, it's Monster Battle, so it's pretty new. Mm. But maybe you've heard some of these names. I uh, got an eight. I, I actually, to be honest, I feel like Harold probably isn't the kind of person who gets into a thing like this and like follows it like you might a sport like I know in uh, the very famous original trading card game um, you know there's like a whole circuit Mm. around it and people like literally uh, commentate events like a sport uh, you know like a like a Saturday evening sort of sport event or whatever Um, but I, I don't think Harold would be into this in that sort of way Okay, that's fair. So there, there are some people here that are striking some interesting style points mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like what they're wearing. And had you known a bit more about the tournament scene, you might be able to recognize some of them, but you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, uh, across the room, Harold, you spot Susie Methuselah. Ah. Hey! Wow. It turns out that she's um, rocked up for this event as well. She's registered, got a, got a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Debbie, yes. remind us what Susie looks like. So Susie is um, a gnome. She's actually relatively short for a gnome as well. Um, she has two space buns that collectively are about the size of her face each. She um, has uh, darker skin, which matches like her brown eyes, and she wears a really, really long scarf. It actually looks like it's been severed right about where her feet is, so it was definitely longer than what it was right now, and she just wears lots of colourful knitted clothes in in purples and yellows, Um, and that's, that's who she is. Uh, and what's Susie up to at the moment? Susie is looking around confused at the moment. 
Um, she's holding a deck of cards. Um, it looks like there's some sort of slime on the cards, and she's just looking around, not talking to anyone, kind of clearly not knowing anyone else oh. in the competition at the moment. Bloody love Susie. Also, Debbie, can I just say it's um, fantastic that you've come and cosplay today I know. with the. Uh... Mm. <laughs> For those listening at home, um, Debbie's wearing a like one of those beanies with the two pom poms on either side. It's great. I love it. Well, it helps that uh, we're moving into winter here in Australia, but also moving into winter in game. Mm. So we get to dress appropriately. Hey. <laughs> um. So as registration continues. Uh, a someone dressed typical wizard kind of garb um, steps up onto one of the, the raised platform at the front of the room uh, this is a large like auditorium space a lot of tables and chairs set up um, and he's gonna like tap on a, a stone hello yes hello hi uh, can I have your attention just for a moment, please? Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, I am one of the wizards here on the coast, uh, organizing and running this event. Um, registration will continue in just a moment in the back, just hold on. I want to thank you all for coming here to the first ever Monster Battle Grand Prix. Um, you know, we are so surprised and so grateful to all of you who have picked up this, this game that we've invented and, you know, just, you've absolutely run with it and it's so glad, so, it's so gratifying to see so many people here. Uh, now, for those of you new to any kind of tournament um, Monster Battle setting, uh, they are going to be on the first day, which will start in about an hour. Uh, nine rounds with a, a tea break, a lunch break, and an afternoon break uh, between the, the third and sixth rounds. For anyway, um, the best best of three games. Um, there are going to be judges wandering around in case you have any questions for rules. Uh, if you have any issues in terms of uh, cheating or, or opponents doing. You know, treating you unfairly. Um, flag them with our judges, please. We're trying to create a good community here and we don't need people ruining it for others. Uh, that being said, if you do call over the judges, you know, every five minutes for nothing, that's not on either. Um, there's going to be no cheating here. We've got our, our magical senses attuned. We're going to make sure that if we see anything unusual happening, so no divination. No scrying on your opponents, none of that. Um, we're also going to be, you know, uh, keeping an eye out for anyone doing any kind of magic or non-magical uh, card swapping. Um, and if you see your opponent, you know, pulling cards out of their sleeves or whatever, give us a shout. Um, we have divination powers, so we can wind back time and have a look. So uh, that's all for now. Uh, yeah, game's going to be starting first game in an hour. Um, feel free to wander around town if you've already registered. Uh, it's a lovely little community here. And um, yeah, some good fish and chips around. Uh, and hopefully, if you make the top cut, we'll see you tomorrow for the rest of the tournament. If you don't make the top cut, please do stick around because it, we are making it a bit of an arena show. Um, and hopefully you'll get a bit of a kick out of what we've got planned. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Um, good luck. And he like taps the taps the stone and steps down. Uh, Meredith, you've gotten to the mm -hmm. front of the line, and there's uh, someone, you know, dressed in like like the classic like robes and a pointy hat. A wizard on the coast. Hello, uh, you're here to register? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Fantastic. Um, do you have a, a, a card list as well, like what you're bringing into the, the game? Or... Uh, no, 
You look like someone who has maybe come along with a friend and you want to join them. <laughs> yes, that is uh, very perceptive of you. <laughs> now, we have over here, he gestures to his right, um, some, some tables where we're teaching people how to play kind of quickly, given that we're going to be oh, starting cool. official matches in an hour. Um, have a sit down with one of our, our, um, our little tutors here. Uh, mm -hmm. Get in a quick game. Learn how to play. And uh, for a few silver, you can pick up a starter deck. Uh, it, oh, fantastic! It, I'll it do might, that. Yeah, you might not win a, you might not win the tournament, but you'll have some fun. Um, and you maybe if you wanted to pick up some booster packs, maybe you can get something in there that'll help you, you know, get a few more wins. Okay. Um, so, what might be best is if you go do that first, mm -hmm. have a, get a, get a game in, get your your deck of cards. And then write write me a list of what cards you're going to be bringing with you, because then we can okay. have an official like record of it. How, how many swapping out cards? You know, mid match. Oh right, so the cards that we that I tell you are the only ones that I'm allowed to use in my deck. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know, we, right. we don't want you to you know find out you're playing against somebody with. A bunch of plant-based monsters and then you bring a bunch of fire things in to try and defeat them like we want you to bring a deck that suits right. your play style and is one that you think gotcha tournament. gotcha and that's kind of half the strategy okay cool interesting all right well uh i can see that one of our tutors has got a space so probably just jump over there and then pop back into okay. this line once you've had a few games fantastic i will do that thank you so much no worries Next, and he like gestures the person behind you. All right, I'm gonna go off to the tutorial table. All right, now I'm not gonna bore our listeners with how to play Monster <laughs> Battle uh, because the rules aren't exactly written down anywhere. Uh, insofar as it's a game that we made up for the sh for the podcast, um, and it's a parody of some other card games, but someone will teach you how to play Monster Battles. Cool. And for a few silver pieces, you can pick up a starter deck. Um, there are currently three starter decks. A red one, a blue one, and a green one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just Sorry. like, do you like, do you want the one that has the red dragon on it? Do you want do you want the one that has the plant <laughs> monster on it? Or the one that has the sea creature on it? I'm really enjoying like the depth to the strategy um in this in this playthrough. Um I'm gonna go with the blue one because blue's my favorite colour. <laughs> okay. Uh, <and laughs> do you also spend a couple silver to get some booster packs and try and get any rare cards? Nah. Alright. I think I think Meredith is just here just to, you know, experience the vibe and to, to get an idea of, of what it's like. And, yeah, I don't think she's going to be spending extra money on, on booster packs. She's competitive, but she's like, it's not, it's not why I'm here. All right. In that case, probably when you go back up to register, you just say, you've got the basic deck and nothing else. And you'd be like, great, I've got that list already here. Awesome. Sold. <laughs> Whereas Harold... You've been playing this for a couple months now. I expect that you don't have a basic deck anymore. Yeah, you've so... You've got something that you've fine-tuned over a while. Harold has a... Um, for those who are in the know, he has a big big things win sort of deck where you, you build up your resources uh, ahead of the curve to place things that are fairly, like, overpowered for the turn that you play it. Um... And you you sort of try and win that way. Um, unlike me, he's probably not much of a combo player. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Susie, mm -hmm. what's what's her style like? So I actually have a very elaborate story of how Susie got here. Um, oh which, my god! I, I know. Um, yes, prob probably would work best to tell in in character when we get to it. Um, okay. Well, in that case, well, um, I mean, you, Susie, you see 
Harold. Oh, Harold. Hello. Ah, Susie, I, I had no idea you'd be here. Uh, um, neither, neither did I, really. Um, it's a bit of a, um... Well, see, I got on the wrong public cart, and then I ended up at the seaside, um, and then I saw some people coming in here, so I came in case it was um, a way to get home, um, and then I accidentally got stuck in somebody's bag, and when I got out of it, I found that one of my oozers had absorbed a deck of cards, and so I pulled it out, and I was trying to return it, and then there was a bit of a miscommunication, and somehow I got registered. Um, but these cards look pretty good. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny you should say that because um, oozers uh, are a sort of tribal archetype in this game that you can play. Uh, a very uh, off the wall. Just strategy. brushing by the fact that she fell into somebody's bag. Yeah. <laughs> She's not very big. <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not asking any more questions. <laughs> I. If, if the game has oozes, then I'm definitely interested in playing. Well, it's sort of, uh, I suppose, overall, it's a strategy game, but uh, oozes have this sort of ability within the game to sort of uh, enhance each other if they're sort of in proximity, you know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know how realistic this is to actual oozes, but they can sort of fuse together to form a, like a mega ooze. Oh, yes. They've done that quite a few times, so, um, well, I guess that's one rule that I know. Well, awesome. I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully you have a good time. If Are you going to stay? It's a two-day affair, I, I hope you realise. Um, uh, perhaps, I suppose, if you're staying for both days, we can uh, ensure we all get home safe. Well, um... I'll admit something that um, I don't actually trust that I'll get home safely by myself. So I think it probably is good if I stay. Oh, well, excellent. It'll be fun having another buddy. Uh, uh, Meredith is around here somewhere. I think she was uh, uh, hitting up the tutorial tables, uh, in fact. Oh, well, I'll go over and find her because I think I need a tutorial as well. All right. Well, Susie, you head over to join Meredith uh, for a couple tutorial quick games about how to actually play. They're not full length games, they're just like this is how you do the resources and this is how you play your spells and this is what the cards look like. Um, just enough to kind of get you up to speed. Uh, but Harold, as as Susie walks off, um, you see Vryn giving you a bit of a wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll head over to Vryn. Who is Vryn again? Uh, Vryn's the, the president of the card game club. That's right. The, the monster battle club. Yeah, cool. Um, it's been a little while since you've really hung out with Vryn. You've been mm. pretty busy doing your uh, PhD-like presentation thing. Mm. Um, but, you know, he's looking, looking good. Um, he looks a little nervous about the tournament. Mm. Um, but he's managed to, to solve, apparently he's managed to solve that, um, that 3D obelisk, obelisk puzzle he was working on. He's wearing it as an, like a good luck necklace. Mm. Uh, Harold, how are you going? Um, good to see you here. Glad you could make it. Yes, I was, I was sort of afraid some kind of mishap would happen uh, and I would miss the tournament, but, um, you've been just like so hard to get hold of recently because you, you, you were doing that, that the presentation thing and then I heard something about you being on the moon uh yes uh unfortunately not a figure of speech uh, I wasn't dead for too long luckily uh but uh, yes, uh, a number of unfortunate incidents sort of occurred, and uh, uh, yes, we ended up uh, pretty far away. Uh, although I, I did manage to get a little bit of practice in before the tournament, so um, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll uh, see. Hopefully, hopefully we can uh, meet each other somewhere in the finals. Uh, well, uh, that would be, be fun. Be fun. I, I don't really, uh, I suppose all of these tournaments are quite new. I, d I don't know if there's a sort of best deck or anything like that. I, I, I think they might do 
like a, a best sports person. So if you if you're you know somebody who is enjoyable to play against, even if you lose, they, they give you prizes. Uh, I think there's some some lucky door prizes. Um, I don't know. Maybe they do like a who has the best themed deck. Maybe it might be something they do. I I mean I. I, I, I don't know it it, it I, I'm seeing some of the the big names around the tournament scene um not that there isn't much of a tournament scene for this because it's new but I mean I, like over there is Finnegan Frostbeard uh he points out okay. a a dwarf like strong like mm-hmm. big muscular dwarven looking fellow um I didn't uh, I, I suppose I didn't realize there were celebrities uh on the scene. I mean, it's it's a small scene, um, and so people who uh, are, are, are well known kind of get known pretty quickly. Um, right, I suppose that makes sense when something's relatively uh, young. I was sort of hoping maybe, uh, for instance, they may have some of the you know like the artists here who make the drawings for the cards. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll show up tomorrow yes maybe i mean i mean if they're not maybe we could make a suggestion uh yeah i I mean i'd 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 love to sit down and talk with some of the designers i think maybe just because of the we've got nine best of three so 27 matches possibly i mean it might it might be less if you do if you do better but it's a lot of games maybe um and yes right i suppose they're they're busy it's 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 gonna be interesting uh, best of luck yes you too uh, like I say hopefully we meet each other in a, a later round um you see that one of the the wizards um over on this like the side like blows a whistle and like points at a clock that the the hour is mm. up um and and when you turn back to look at Vryn, it's almost like he's grown a foot. He suddenly seems just like tall, like he's taller. He's standing straighter. Mm-hmm. Well, Harold, good luck. And he like walks past you confidently. Uh, strange. Uh, I'll uh, head over to see if Meredith and Susie are uh, suitably uh, tutorialized. Tutorialed. Mm. Tutored. Meredith, Susie, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think I got a handle on the basics. I think that Susie accidentally traumatized her tutor. <laughs> Not like traumatized, <laughs> but like something's <laughs> happened and he's like, oh, I've got a headache now. But just she's asking confident. Really specific, like just asking really specific, like edge case questions. So, how many cards actually have oozes on them? Because this is a very important question to me. Um, but she seems confident. Okay. Now there is one more mechanic uh, I'm going to introduce. Mm-hmm. A mechanic I am calling um, "Heart of the Deck," mm-hmm. which is you can choose to uh, a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus mm-hmm. re-roll your dice okay okay you can do this number of times equal to your proficiency bonus per day mm-hmm. and you can re-roll that dice and add your proficiency bonus to it and that replaces your roll mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so how do we find the proficiency bonus again Oh, yeah, never mind. I found it. It's on the front page. <laughs> so if if you roll particularly badly and you think, oh, no, I'm not going to win this, heart of the deck, mm. leave it up to luck, and the the skill yeah. that you've built in like into this deck, get to do that. Uh, Is it hard or heart? Heart. Heart of the deck. Okay, that's what I thought. Cool. You, you, you know, Pulling the, the the strands of fate to try and mm-hmm. do Ooh. better. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very nice. Harold, we'll mm. start with you. 
I'm keeping notes here, right. keeping track of all your, your wins. Cool. The first opponent introduces himself as Griffin Goldheart. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like he's uh, a town guard from Ferromostus. Mm. Um, like he's still wearing his like guard tabard under his coat. Like he's he probably just mm-hmm. got off shift and like bo- like just booked it as fast as he could to get here. Good luck. Best to you. Yes, you as well. You as well. So, what role are you making to try and beat Griffin Goldheart? Can I ask what sort of deck they're playing? Uh, so he is playing a pretty standard, like, lots of little small creatures that kind of build up each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what, like, might be called a, a weenie deck with lots of little little guys that kind of, like, flood uh-huh. across the battlefield. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use Intimidation Charisma for this one in that case. Okay. Uh, uh, l- leveraging my big trampling creatures to... Uh, <laughs> make, yeah, they hit um, they hit the battlefield and try and, and like throw him off his mm, game. All right, so remember, yeah. a ten is like it's one victory and two losses. Yeah, a fifteen. Right. I yeah is 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 two wins, and a yeah. twenty and above is three. We'll count it as three. Great. So, all right, how'd you go? I'm I, I'm going to roll IRL for this one uh, for this tournament. Ooh. And. Ooh, that's that's the dot. So, uh, that's four. No, wait, eleven. Eleven. Oh, yeah. off to a rocky start. Mm. Uh, your first match, unfortunately, Griffin. He manages to flood around your your big creatures. Mm. Oh, no. uh, and takes takes two wins to your one. Is this like a sudden death kind of tournament, or no? This is there are nine. How do they nine rounds and they'll okay. take a and it's like top cut at the end, right? Yeah, it's like a sort of league into a knockout structure, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, sort of a. I know next to nothing about sport. <laughs> uh, sort of, I'm I am treating it as sort of like an uh, um, adapted Swiss, and then yeah. standard. Uh, like bracket. <laughs> Sorry, Ross and I are like, we know how this works. Yeah. So yeah, we get points basically, and oh, a cut, no. so the top half of the table gets to go into the knockout round. Okay. Essentially. To put this into perspective, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like funny and adorable yeah. or whatever. I I grew up playing music in the Steadfords, so <laughs> I've got literally nothing. Anyway, Um, that's fine. (laughs) Okay, Meredith. uh, Yes. You sit down across from a halfling. Awesome. um, Who introduces himself as Oliver Oakleaf. Um, You probably actually, like, know the Oakleaves. Just from a town nearby from where you grew up. Um, It's like you you know of a family, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he seems, like, really cheerful and really just, like, happy to be here. What are you rolling to try and defeat Oliver? Oh. You could I, I recommend picking uh, a skill that you're particularly good at. Yeah. I might go with history just because I know a little bit of his backstory. Okay. So maybe I can use something in just some like his game, family like some, history some or chat like talk and Yeah, or like I, I've heard something about his family and how they operate that can kind of help me to figure out like what sort of tactics to use, I guess. Okay. Yeah, sure. Give me so, a history So I'll check. go history. You're aiming, you're looking for a 15 or higher. To- 21. Three victory. You you beat him two flat and he doesn't even get a single victory against you. So it counts as three. <laughs> um, what, what sort of deck did I end up choosing i was going to ask you that before i rolled but what sort of deck did i end up picking up um you picked up a a blue uh like 
water creature kind of deck. Uh, it's, okay. You're kind of like your, your middle middle of the range. It's got some spells, got some creatures. Um, cool. It has like a bit of deck filtering, probably. <laughs> it's it's deck filtering. Ways to pick out better cards from the deck. Right. Okay. But also, but like, I, I we've kind of got this like some types of creatures are better than other types of creatures. Um. But right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're doing well, Susie. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. You come up against uh, a. A tiefling sorcerer named Delilah Darkwater. Um, she seems to be accompanied by a floating orb of darkness, which just kind of like sits near her shoulder. Um, and she, she's like, sits down, gives you a nod, doesn't really say anything else. Oh, you're the one. I'm so sorry. I got stuck in your bag earlier. I hope that's okay. Um, what did you get stuck in there with the orb? <laughs> it was very scary, but I got out in the end. <laughs> um, what kind of, what kind of dick does she have? Hold on. Um, sorry, I'm going to switch to Australian when I say that. What kind of deck does she have? <laughs> sorry. Um, so... She focuses on like summoning shadowy creatures and casting lots of debuffs on on her opponent's cards. So I would like to use nature to um, see if there are any cards that I have that look like they um, are like light bringing. Okay. Or like photosynthesis or something. Roll your nature check. 19. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, that counts as two wins and one for her. So two points for Susie. Yay. Um, she, as, as you defeat her, she looks down at the cards that you've got. You can keep them. I must have just drawn badly. The ones you have are mostly trash. Good luck. And she walks. Oh, okay. <gasps> That's okay. One man's trash is Ouch. another woman's treasure. <laughs> exactly. All right. So your second match. Um, Harold, mm. you come up against a, uh, a man who introduces himself as Percival Plume. Mm-hmm. Um, Great name. A, a bard of some kind. And as he, like, sits down, he starts, like, humming. Humming mm. a tune. And so his deck is... Seems to be filled with, like, very theatrical cards. Mm. And uh, he has lots of cards in his deck that I could do bolstering stuff to his own and trying to charm your creatures. Yeah. Uh, but he also seems to like sing song as he plays the cards he's, he's like playing it, puts them down. Mm. So how are you okay, in playing that case, against Percival? I'm going to, I'm going to roll for insight. A seven, 21. Three wins. Mm. Yes. That's better. Overwhelm Percival. Mm. I assume in in our game, beasts are just an unfortunate matchup for him because beasts can't be charmed. Um. Uh, you also, I think, just like don't get distracted by his like sing songy like performance stuff. Hmm. Meredith. Yes. You're matched up against. A pixie. In fact, one of the pixies that you recognise. You might not necessarily know oh, which, which of the four pixies mm-hmm. this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing a deck of cards that they, like, barely hold in their own hands. Like, 
Hi, Meredith. Ready for a game? Yeah, you know it. I did pretty well on my last one, actually. It was the very first game I'd ever played. It was really exciting. Ah, well, hopefully it's just beginner's luck. Hopefully for you. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We'll see. Let's go. So how are you playing against this pixie? I'm leaning towards either deception or performance because I think what she's going to be doing is like playing on that whole beginner thing. So like mm -hmm. it was beginner's luck that I won the three. I think that's deception. That's deception. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. And it's paid off 21. Yeah. This is making up for the terrible rolls last game. Just saying. You absolutely thrash uh, rough. He, he doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> um, that's currently six points for Meredith. <laughs> Still going to come crashing down. We'll see. We'll see how we go. Um, Susie, mm -hmm. you are sat across from uh, an older gentleman who introduces himself as uh, Richard Dullabore. Okay. It's very nice to meet you. Good luck. It's lovely to meet you too, and good luck yourself. Richard is playing a very... It's very, like, efficient. It's, it's a deck that every card is... The like the most efficient card that it could be in that kind of spot. Like it's it's just very, it's not very not flashy. It doesn't take any big risks. Um, and often with card games, you want some risk to try and get that big reward. This is just like slow and steady. Gonna try and win this. Susie will use survival to kind of like bring up some um knowledge of like hazards and stuff that specifically kind of break that really single-minded efficiency so she's looking for things that deliberately disrupt that yep give me a roll 21 Whoa. absolutely disrupt mm -hmm. if anyone can disrupt the efficiency it's Susie <laughs> absolutely <laughs> never stood a chance okay <laughs> Harold we're back to you alright and uh, you're up against Finnegan Frostbeard, mm. that dwarf barbarian type. Mm. Um, his deck is themed around lots of icy monsters mm -hmm. that try to lock your things down. Mm -hmm. And he seems like really tough as he sits down. Mm. Uh, but then he pulls out of his pocket a little like plush snow golem. Mm -hmm. and he sits next to his deck and like taps it for good luck. Mm -hmm. Love it. Cute. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to use nature for this one. How? Like, just like nature in what way? Like, um, it's going to be the kind of thing where like Harold's trying to like figure out like for people who play, like they know sometimes you can get like protection spells and like his mm -hmm. are the sort of the natural variety. Like, you know, it might be that like uh, he sideboards in some like... Um, yeah, like vine, protective vine kind of spells and stuff to try and like ward off the ice. Um, okay. Um, so, you, so you're using your nature knowledge. So like, how do I, how do I defeat ice? Yeah. What's the... the... Okay. Yep. All right. 13. And remember, you do have those heart of the deck re-rolls mm. if you want to try and use those. Um, yeah. I think what, what happens is, is that like Harold loses the first game and then sideboards in the stuff and it works out for the second game, but he just never draws them for the third game. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's, uh, one for you and two for Finnegan. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as, after the first three, Harold, you are on five points. Yeah. Meredith. Yes. You come up against, uh, Percival Plume. That one that we had just a moment ago. Uh, last round with with Harold, um, mm -hmm. and he's this human bard that's like very theatrical. It's like sing songs as he plays his cards, and like it's it's like it's enchanting as he as he you know fits there because he's trying to charm your creatures and apparently you. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing? I think I'm going to join in performance and not try and like outdo him. Okay, but just like play him at his own game you know she'll like home in and and try and like set him off balance i think does that make any sense yeah, no, i get you like he's um yeah yeah all right roll your performance two bards can play at that game <laughs> 25 
Wow. <laughs> wow, Meredith. Um, so I after know. the third round, you are on nine points. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wild. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you absolutely, um, you musically throw Percival off their game and, like, he cannot recover. And Maybe she, like, just keeps singing, like, have you, did you ever see, um, oh, what was it? Keeping Up Appearances with Mrs. Bouquet. Mm. So the lady who played her, the actress who played her play, uh, like, is a trained opera singer, apparently. And one of my old music teachers told me one, one time that, she deliberately, if you go back and listen to her singing in church, I think it is, um, she's deliberately singing like a semitone, either higher or lower than the actual tune. Like it's bang on a semitone out. So I think what Meredith has done is is played a Mrs. Bouquet <laughs> and she's like, she's just singing like just that little bit out and it's just thrown him completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, it works. Uh, and you yeah. just, just thrash him. Um, okay, Susie, mm. you come up against uh, a dragonborn um, who introduces himself as Magnus Ironclaw. Uh, he is wearing armor to a mag- to a, a monster battle tournament, but he's you know very like righteous. Just um, and he has a very like knight creature themed deck that protect like lots of protection spells for his own uh, like his own creatures uh and he offers you a, a formal handshake before the match oh she'll definitely take his hand and give it a shake or be shooken by it probably mm-hmm. <laughs> um, since it's about like knights and things Susie will use a history to see if she knows of any like campaigns or something famous night campaigns so that she's she's trying to basically predict what he's going to do to counteract it okay yeah give me the roll oh that's a nine so i'm gonna use my heart of the deck and that was a 16 so that's just a okay so that is two wins and a loss well done susie Okay, so uh, after the third round, mm. um, Harold, you are on five points. Meredith, you are on nine points. And Susie, you are on seven points. We're not doing too badly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, out of a, out of a, possible, out of a possible nine points, <laughs> um, I mean, the, the worst you could do is zero. Mm-hmm. The best you could do is nine. So currently, Meredith, you are smashing it. Now there's a a break mm. for for lunch. So people go off to take a break before the next three. Um, mm-hmm. What do you want to like? Do you want to do something together, or like Harold? What are you doing during the break? Um, yeah, Harold's probably looking for the others to get some food, like. I don't think Harold's taking it super seriously, so he's not like he's not going to be like huddled in a corner trying to like, you know, come up with strategies and stuff. I think he's probably pretty keen for lunch. He's yeah. just having fun. Okay, uh, Meredith. Yeah. What are you up to? Um. Yeah, she's looking for Harold. I think same. Keen for some lunch. Okay. And keen to tell him about how well mm. she's doing as well. I think she's just as shocked as anybody else. Uh, Susie, what about you? Yeah, she'd be going to fine lunch. I think she probably quite enjoyed the game and kind of wants to be like, oh, well, I'm really glad that I was here. So you go and get some lunch. Uh, before the the registration, Meredith scouted out some fish and chips. So you've gone for fish and chips. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, a nice little, um, little restaurant uh, on the seashore. Mm-hmm. Overlooking the beach. Are we getting takeaway and going to sit? On like, I in my head there's a wall in front of the beach. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, you get. We're all sitting on there with like our legs dangling over the edge. I can see it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's where you are. You're sitting down. You're having some fish and chips or some other kind of 
crumbed or battered uh, food as you'd kind of find in this kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, there seem to be other competitors from the tournament milling around, getting some food, some of them heading back to the auditorium area, some of them kind of like sitting on the rocks or whatever it might be to, to have their meal. Meredith, how are you feeling given like your phenomenal victories so far? Oh, I think I think I'm feeling pretty great. She um she's like licking her fingers after eating some of the chips and like is I think staring at one of the chips, like holding it up in front of her mm. face and like frowning at it, going, What do you think they put on these? It's like some sort of spice. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's delicious. And then she eats it and she's very happy. Um only Aussies are going to understand that reference, uh, for sure. Um, <laughs> Harold's... Harold, how are you feeling? Harold's probably... you've had a... He's actually not feeling too bad, because um, Harold played the guy already that um, uh, Vryn pointed out, right? The guy who's a bit of a celebrity. Um, yeah. So oh, Harold's yeah, you did too. Sort of on chips, and he's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, I found that... Uh, the, I played against uh, one of the, apparently, the sort of forerunners for the tournament. And I noticed that um, they sort of... Uh, it seemed like occasionally they would hold things back rather than just sort of playing out all their cards. Sort of interesting strategy, you know, sort of like a failsafe, I guess. Very interesting. Oh, interesting. Who, who was that guy? The, the, the dwarven fellow apparently they're they're sort of one of the favorites for the tournament uh i managed to get a game in against really them, but, uh, interesting my strategy just uh sort of fell a bit flat in the third game and that was that was that yeah. really but it was interesting you, though I, fe- I felt like i learned something do you know how many points he's gotten so far cool oh i didn't even think to look to be honest i i sort of Figured it would be more important later on, but it, I suppose it would be interesting to know sort of what points your opponent's on, uh, for instance. Ooh, how do we find that out? Is that the sort of thing they keep to themselves? Or? Is there some sort of, like, uh, public leaderboard? There is not a public yeah. leaderboard, no. Interesting. The, the judges are kind of mm-hmm. keeping that back um, because they might be using that you might you harold might might <laughs> theorize that they're keeping that information for the next round so like okay who do we who do we match up mm-hmm. so that the mm. people who are not having a good time yep. actually get to have a bit of fun yeah right and we can kind of like like bracket it to like yep. okay who's who is you know not having a good time let's put them together so they can have some wins with, with each other what do other. they call it in call of duty is it mmr like um something something match make like the the like the record-based matchmaking or whatever it is i don't know it's like a thing in fps games apparently oh uh, yeah anyway they like scale yeah. it down or up depending on how good you are yeah i mean there was uh back in the day when i used to play league of legends a, a rank a rankings like a ranking system behind the scenes mm. that would kind of put you together with equally skilled opponents yeah um and if you had a number of losses in a row, they might put you in an area of like low skill ranked people. And because you're in this low skill ranked people and because it's a team game, you mm. might get stuck. Mm. Right. Because you can't rely on your allies mm-hmm. to help win games. Yep. So you end up just like taking losses. Mm-hmm. And I think it was called like eternal low level hell. Mm-hmm. Like, e- like it was ELO hell yep. is what it was called. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Susie, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you've done pretty well. Like you're, you're, you know, seven out of nine points. You've had some good matches. You've like you've won every match so far. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Um, Susie's feeling pretty good. I think that she was, um, you know, she wasn't meant to be here. It was a complete accident. But she's the type of person who isn't naturally talented at things and gets everywhere through sheer determination and confidence and so to be in a situation where she's like actually winning things is is really nice for her she's really enjoying that awesome good uh well you do as you're having your you're finishing up your meals um you spot uh the end of a confrontation Mm. two people getting like up in each other's faces um, and having a like 
not a shouting match, but like a heated discussion. Things are tense. Uh, Do you recognize them? Well, uh, Harold, you recognize one of them being Vryn. Mm. And Susie, you recognize the other as Delilah Darkwater. Oh. Um, that's the lady that I played against. Um, I got stuck in her bag, and after I got out and I had a match with her, she had a big, dark, scary ball, and um, then she left some cards there after we played. Um, oh. She didn't seem like a very nice... I have so many questions. Hang up, hang up, wait, back up. You got stuck in someone's bag? Oh, yeah, it, it happens sometimes, you know how it is? I, I really don't. Oh. I thought that happened to everyone. Oh, Susie. It's okay. Hang on. How how tall is Meredith? She's three three feet. Okay. She's quite short. How tall is Susie? Even for a halfling. Um, she's shorter than that. Like, she's actually quite short mm. for a gnome. I'd kind of always thought she was, like, yeah. a little under two and a half. Two and a half. Two. Two six. Whatever it is. Hmm. Oh, so Meredith is actually taller. Amazing. <laughs> One of those rare times. Mm. Oh, no. Doesn't happen very well, often. I suppose you can get sort of bundled in uh, by accident, I suppose. People don't tend to look down, do they? Uh, or where they're walking too often, unfortunately. No. Sometimes I get stuck on top of crowds. Sometimes I get stuck in people's bags. I've just given up and see where it takes me because often it takes me to pretty good places. It's a shame your opponent was such a poor sport. I I mean, I I sort of, I thought this game was supposed to be quite whimsical. Uh, I suppose it's serious business for some. I didn't really know the rules, so... Yeah, that felt really unnecessary. I didn't know why she was leaving the cards behind. She said that maybe she drew the wrong ones or they weren't good this time, but I didn't think that we were supposed to be taking other people's cards. Even though technically, I suppose I did. Susie, it sounds like she's a very sore loser. I don't think you did anything wrong. She seemed like she thought she was quite experienced, though. Well, you know, any game of chance has a, you know, a possibility of things not going your way. It happens uh, occasionally. Yeah, exactly. She's one of the, the big people like, like Fryn. I, I guess so. I, I didn't realise they knew each other I I, I, I I sort of want to eavesdrop I want to know what they're talking about uh, well you've just got the you've just seen the end of the, the confrontation mm. they seem and they have like they've parted gone ways. Their separate ways righto mm-hmm. yeah well I suppose I could I could just ask Vryn but it seems a little rude I mean you could ask if everything's okay that's, I always find that's, that's a good true. way in it's like a sneaky sort of I'm going to ask Vryn if everything's okay <laughs> <laughs> so you finish your meals, you start heading, the spirit. heading back to the auditorium yeah. for the next couple matches. Harold, you seek out Vryn before the, the game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Vryn, uh, is everything all right? You uh, sort of noticed you were having a little bit of a, a tiff uh, with the tiefling, as it were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I just... There's something about this game i just get very competitive oh yeah it's almost like when i when i start playing this game it's like there's a different personality that just kind of comes out and i i have to try and win um and it seems that uh that person that um delilah uh we have opposing personalities Right. Uh, yes. Uh, do you have you met Susie? You may have seen her around. Uh, she's from Furmasters. You as well. Uh, she sort of had a little bit of an unpleasant interaction with her, also. So. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't. I don't think I've met Susie. Um, but if she's here playing, then I definitely need to meet her. Uh, well, uh, maybe she could be another addition to the club. Uh, I think she's sort of, uh, yeah, having a good time. So. Good. It's exactly we. This is exactly what we need for the club. Um, of the the wizard who's the timekeeper, um, you know, calls out. All right, everyone. Uh, next matches are being set up. Going up your fourth. Uh, and how as you look back again, it's like Farin's like he's like he's straightened up. Mm-hmm. He's like looking more confident. 
it's time to monster battle. Is there something magical going on there? Because they've got senses, but like, that seems real weird. Good to have to find out. Yes. Harold, your next match, match number four, is against one of these pixies. Mm-hmm. 